Hello, hello, hello. Yo, yo, yo. How is how's it going this week, Grace? Well, you know what? We're surviving. Not sure if we're thriving, but we're surviving. Well, you know, I'm just glad to be back to another episode of Let's Address the Elephant in the Room because I will say every week I look forward to recording these with Gracers. And, you know, sometimes we have a special guest. And today is no different from that. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped for, for this for this episode. Um, and the topic you may be wondering, actually you're not wondering because you already read the description, um, <laughs> that we've, we've put post, post this, um, announcement, uh, but I'll, I'll give it a, the intro it deserves because you know what, that's what we do on this podcast. So this week's topic is sure to bring many of you back to your childhood and for others, it may bring you to a place that you've never left. And that is also okay. Today's elephant actually has a name and that is Dumbo. Oh, uh, the resident elephant of Disney. <laughs> was that too cheesy or was that okay? It made me giggle. So yeah, I okay. think that was good. Okay, great. I've been working on that all week. I'm proud of you. Um, <laughs> so we're actually not going to be talking about Dumbo like anymore in this episode unless it comes up, but um, we will be talking about Disney for the entirety of it. So yes. I hope you, uh, you know, stay tuned for that because that's exciting. Grace, you know, why don't you tell us, how do you feel about today's topic of Disney? I've always been a Disney lover. I mean, obviously stemming back to my childhood, you know, throwing on the Disney Channel, watching Hannah Montana, Cory in the House, you know, those are those are some <laughs> what, what a grouping, Cory in the House. <laughs> I mean, like those are fire shows. No, but I mean, I love True. Disney. I mean, I've been to Disney a few times and that's mm-hmm. been that's been really really dope and I don't know I feel like whenever you're like in a bad mood or you're like feeling down like pop on a Disney movie on freeform you're right you're ready to go you know Disney plus or Disney plus yeah you know Disney plus like they they really did that when they released it (laughs) I mean seriously every everything you can imagine Disney like shows documentaries like like they like the Mandalorian like they like you know, like it's just wild that there's a platform that you can you can literally go back to the archives and watch like Snow White, or if you're feeling it, you can watch like, you know, like a decom. So I don't know. I I love Disney. I think it's I think it's great, and I'm very excited for our special guest to be here today because he knows a thing or two about Disney. He does know a thing about tour. <laughs> he does know a thing or two about Disney, um, like I was saying when I was using regular speech. Um, so, you know, Disney's quite pos- like popular, and I think Grace and I, we both love Disney a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't think we would particularly be the diehard yeah. um, like, Disney fan. Yeah, there's no way you'd see me and my family at Disney with those, like, corny-ass t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, that was my family. Um, not my particular family, but my my dad's side of the family that was them uh they they did the amazing race of disney and they had like different t-shirts whole thing but no could not could not be caught dead myself in that yeah, could not. um but i really respect the grind to say in the least you I know agree. i agree and i think that's why we felt that it would only be right to bring on a guest for this episode that was a little bit more of a uh fanatic than the two of us mm-hmm. So, you know, without further ado, let me just do my little introduction for our guest today. You know how much work Grace and I put into these. Um, So for this one, you know, just strap yourselves in and stay tuned. (laughs) So we have a guest with us today who's a bit of a Disney fanatic, shall I say, um, along with a good friend to Grace and I. So 
none other than, you know, reigning from Malvern, PA. It is the crowd pleasing, everyone's mother's favorite, family man and tech whiz, Mr. Brendan Sweeney. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, you stole my bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm glad you did. Wow, that was quite the intro. I wasn't expecting uh, every mother's favorite necessarily. Every mother's favorite. Well, you know, that really comes from the, you know, a few weeks ago, we were all at Grace's house and Mrs. Baltimore just couldn't get over how oh my God. Brendan was. She was like, who's Literally that Grace's nice mother. young boy? I'm like, oh, freaking Brendan? <laughs> I'm like, that guy? It was the Panera costume. It was the Panera <laughs> costume, man. Everyone, everyone loves a good a good bread man. I mean, the crowd pleasing, you know, when you go to a Chimes concert, the Loyola Chimes, you know, Brendan is in an acapella group. Mm -hmm. Ladies, I know, calm down, <laughs> control yourselves. Oh my God, stop it. Stop well, it. I'm just, I'm just saying, I think it's, you know, an every mother's favorite kind of thing for more than one mother. So wow. for all mothers. That's, that's, I think that's good. I think I'm going to sleep well at night knowing there are many mothers. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm so glad you did that. And you know what? At the end of the day, we didn't bring Brandon here because mothers love him. We brought him here because mm. he loves Disney. Yeah, that's yep. next episode. Actually, is gonna that be is the next episode. episode. Sorry, spoiler alert. It's actually not. But um, that's that's another elephant to unpack. Um, so while you're here, and would you please tell the listeners today what are your qualifications for you know? being the guest on this episode oh. and um, maybe maybe why you wanted to discuss Disney with us today. Of course. Yes. Um, first of all, it's a pleasure being on the show. <laughs> it's an honor, really. Ever, it's, it's, so it's an honor, but at the same time and in the same way, it's also a pleasure okay. <laughs> okay. Um, to be here. Um, it's been a dream of mine since, you know, I was a little boy a few months ago and I had first heard about this podcast. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm very thrilled to be here with the two of you, some of my dearest friends. Um, so yes, I'm Brendan. Uh, I am very much a Disney fanatic. I think a little more low key. Uh, I think I, I try not to, mm -hmm. um, you know, to make it my whole personality, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, ever since I was, I was younger, my whole family, we are, we, we've got, the Disney fever. Um, my parents, before they even got married, they were taking Disney trips together. And then, you know, from when I was zero years old up until now, um, I've been to Disney World many a time. Uh, I think the count might be somewhere around, I want to say like 13 or something Ooh, like that, that's which a is quite a, that's a solid yeah, number. I'm very, I'm very lucky. That's to, a um, solid number. To have been there several times and I will be going again um Ooh. actually next month nice oh that's so exciting pandemic it'll be very interesting to see um how the park has changed yeah mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. what the what the guidelines will impose but I guess uh because right now because of this upcoming trip my my house has just been you know there, there's been a a fire has been ignited <laughs> amongst yeah. all of us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the pre-Disney hype. Um, and uh, we have a TV that has YouTube on it. So my family has been nonstop upstairs watching, uh, whether it's a movie, Disney Plus show, mm -hmm. uh, or these like vloggers who go to Disney and just... Oh my gosh. That's their new thing. So they, Wait, that's funny. <laughs> they love watching people go and be like, yeah, so the candy apple drink was... Uh, 
was a little better than it has been you know, in a, a month ago when I was here. Um, so I have to say, yeah, just like people. That's people, so funny. The create the, the super, super Disney fans. Um, so we like to watch them. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, grew up on Disney stuff. Uh, I've seen just about every movie, just about every show. Um, very much a fan of the music. Still actively listen mm-hmm. to it today. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I like to think I'm pretty, I'm pretty well versed in the. I mean, from the sounds of it, you certainly are. Yeah. So I think we definitely we asked a great candidate um, for today's episode. Yeah. And, um, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, a past guest on the show, uh, Katie Gristo. Who is not with us today? Um, instead, it is Brendan. But um, you know, she's also quite qualified for this, and I feel like she's probably upset for not being, you know, asked to do Disney. Um, but it just shows Disney really does, you know, cast a wide range of the people that it attracts, and I think that a lot of people are like huge Disney fanatics. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, anyone who calls it anyone who calls it Disney fever is obviously on some <laughs> on some upper level shit, Brendan. I was gonna so. say I ain't, I ain't never felt that, but okay. <laughs> but Disney's so broad too that you could honestly yeah. make a whole nother episode with different topics and have Katie on. And oh, hundred percent, right. Disney too. Yeah, because as you'll see here, like we're not gonna obviously get into everything about Disney because there's no way we can do that in our thirty minute time frame, which Grace and I really do try to keep to. Um, <laughs> So we're going to discuss Disney for sure, but we're definitely going to discuss like some specifics. And that's why, you know, our podcast here is called Let's Address the Elephant in the Room. Disney, I don't think it's an elephant that doesn't get addressed. Like people talk about Disney all the time. Mm-hmm. But what we wanted to do on this episode was talk about some of the stuff that maybe isn't mentioned a lot. Um, and so you'll see what I mean in a little bit. But before we get to that, let me just get from the three of us here. Let's get our favorite Disney film soundtrack and Disney character. That might be tough, but whoever's ready to hop in, give, you know me, what? give me your top three. I, I think I got it. So I think my my da- favorite Disney movie will always be Emperor's New Groove, All mm-hmm. the White Baby. Could watch that for days. Just watched it the other day. And like I found a new part of the movie that I was like laughing my ass off. I will always and forever be a major fan of that movie. Soundtrack wise, I really like the soundtrack on Tarzan. I think that they have really good music. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and the you will be in my heart, like, makes me shed a tear every time I listen to every it. Time, every always. time. Every um, time. <laughs> and I think my favorite Disney character, this is going to sound basic, but I think it's Olaf from Frozen. I feel like hey, I resonate cute. I resonate most with Olaf, and he's just a little sucker. So, got to <laughs> say, I think those are, those are my favorites. I love that. Good spread. What about, like what about you, Brendan? <clears throat> um, so, I have been thinking hard about this. Um, for the last seven minutes or so <laughs> when, I was, when I was briefed on the question. Um, so I think my favorite Disney movie would have to go to Lion King. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll just always have a special place in my heart. Um, just, I, I love learning about the, the process of making the movie, how there mm-hmm. was all kinds of new animation technology that was made specifically for the Lion King. Oh, like, I did not know that. Yeah. Like for That's the, cool. um, the stampede scene. Uh, mm-hmm. where with the mm-hmm. antelopes or whatever running around um the dust effects in that scene uh was this this state-of-the-art animation technology that had never been used before uh to have like this this kind of rolling dust effect i don't know looking back on it now you know back in the 90s it's not a crazy thing but um yeah i love that movie sang circle of life in 
You did. You did. I do remember that. Yeah, that was fire. I do remember that. So just, uh, yeah, very near and dear to me. Um, Favorite soundtrack? I go back and forth on this. I think right now I might have to give it to Moana. Mm. Um, Just so many, like the score is just like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, so many of those songs um, give me goosebumps every time I listen to it. So That's precious. um, Yeah, so I love it. I don't know. and, And just... That movie as well is, is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so true. And then favorite character, I think I'd have to give it to Woody from Toy mm. Story. Oh, um, that's a good one. Just because like like Disney movies, you know, they're for kids, obviously. But um, with a series like like Toy Story, which immediately you look at it and you're like kids movie. Mm-hmm. But if you look at like the whole the whole quadrilogy now i guess you could call it um didn't know that was a word uh, i just made it up (laughs) i mean Um, that's the word from now on you know what yeah vocabulary is very heavily appreciated on this podcast it's so true i am aware (laughs) Um, but yeah just looking across the span of all four movies i think woody's character arc of him like kind of having to grow up with andy and come to terms with um I don't know with like with time and how like you know kids move on from their toys, but toys can always leave an impact. I don't know. And then the fourth movie, I'm gonna go cry now. Kind of <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I look I look in too deep to this stuff, but uh, yeah, definitely Woody and his uh, mm-hmm. and his journey um, is a favorite of mine. So I think that was like a great three answers. That was solid. Thank you. I feel like I'm gonna have to leave this episode and listen to Moana real quick because it's same. Oh, right. I haven't I seen like I haven't it, so I gotta to see it. it. You haven't seen it. I have Moana? not. So Wait. I gotta see I know. I gotta see it. Oh my yeah, god. I'm watching like to the bucket list. Yeah. Okay. Else. I'm such a little shit. I literally watch Emperor's New Groove on repeat. I don't get any other movies <laughs> a chance. Also, when uh Brendan said Moana was his favorite soundtrack, I don't know why, but it reminded me of Coco. That's also a good soundtrack. Coco's so, so good too. Yeah, I forgot about so that one. Oh, okay, I'd have to tie those two. Yeah, no, those are that's such a good one. Uh, yeah. oh, I'm glad you brought that up, though. Yeah, I'd say for me, my favorite Disney film, um, it's probably, ooh, I don't know. That's a tougher one. Honestly, I think my favorite Disney film is the 2015 version of Cinderella. Wow. Yeah, I interesting choice. Loved that movie. I was moved by it. Like I literally left the theater with my mom and <laughs> cried because I loved it so much. Wow. Like wow. it just really got me. It was one of those things. It was just like so well timed for like what I needed in my life. Aww. And mm-hmm. I just always like loved Cinderella's story. But I think that that one, mm-hmm. and, like the way that it was done, like just the modern version of it, and just kind of mm-hmm. seeing like what she went through and how she kind of like came through, it, and she was just always so kind and courageous like that was just i don't know it was a really it was a really good film and i really needed that well, did you know that did you know that uh cinderella's actress auditioned for the part of one of the stepsisters lily james did yes she auditioned for one of the parts wow. of the stepsisters and they instead were like no you're you're cinderella like you're the See, that just shows like that is who cinderella is you know right? like, yeah humble. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know that. And I love Lily James because she was in Down Abbey, which is another thing that I love, which is, you know, yeah. um, maybe more for your grandparents, anyone that's listening, but um, it's great. <laughs> it's a great show. Um, I think my favorite soundtrack would probably be the Little Mermaid soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I feel like between like Part of Your World, Kiss the Girl, um, Under Kiss the Sea, the like just such pops. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're really good to like sing along to and vibe to. So mm-hmm. like Part of Your World. I will never not love singing that song. Like, I think it's just such a fun song to sing. 
I don't know. You I know really... what? I would also like to add, I'm pretty sure all three of us watched watch the live action Little Mermaid together. Yes. That was absolute garbage. Little Mermaid Live. Okay. And that, I like, did not do Sebastian justice. Well, no, <laughs> John Stamos as the chef. That was iconic. Wait. No, the live action parts weren't even that bad. It's just the fact that when you say Little Mermaid Live, you know, as in like the previous live shows, which have been like Peter Pan Live. And, yeah. You know, like those were live. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Little Mermaid Live, they just played the animated movie and then put some live action music videos. Yeah. It's really weird. It was, it was really bad. weird. It was, yeah, it was so that. odd. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think character, I would have to say Mulan. Like, she's just. Oh, badass. Yeah. She's a badass. And I think that it's just, like, really cool because it's such, like, a historical movie, but it also just, like, shows, like, culturally a really important topic. And Mm -hmm. it just, like, stays, like, pertinent to today and just, like, feminism. And it's just something that I feel like Disney didn't do a lot of before that point and really after that point, too. But I think she's just such a, like, important character to have in disney so yeah. Yeah. right on leasers we had a we had a very um wide spectrum of answers but i have yeah. to say they were all great so that's they were disney all great is. disney's so big exactly so so true exactly see and that's what we're getting at here so i'm glad that we did that because this next part we're gonna unpack some like other kinds of layers to disney so what you'll see is that we have a few conspiracy theories. No. Um, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about. And um, we're going to be talking about these theories and kind of just, I think this is something that in pretty much anything that you talk about, you can talk about as conspiracy theory as something that maybe is like unpacked less or maybe it's like denied, denied, denied. Or it's like, have you even considered this? But people would just like take conspiracy theories and they're like, yeah, well, that's not true because they didn't say it was true. And it's like, well, maybe they're just trying to hint you at things without what are you trying to hide disney yeah i mean like sometimes that's the fun of it is just like not explicitly saying something but like allowing people to find it out themselves and i think that's the really cool thing about conspiracy theories especially the ones that come out to be like confirmed i mean also i feel like people who are obsessed with conspiracy theories they just like sit in their basement and like map out all of this like random shit that like makes no sense. But I honestly feel like these Disney conspiracy theories, they're on to something. Thank so. you, Grace. <laughs> I was going to say, Grace got a sneak peek so she knows exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if Brendan has heard all of these, but I know he's heard at least some of them. So I'm curious to see what you all think. Brendan's the one who's probably made them all up. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I could 100%. <laughs> I was going to say, you know the Fan Theories Wiki? That's actually Brendan's, like, personal oh, blog. Yeah. My double life. Yeah. Yeah, so most definitely. The first, the first two theories that we have for you today are actually both about the one show that I think really tops the cake is Phineas and Ferb. I'm sorry, but I think this show is... <laughs> immaculate i really don't think it can be top i think the rest of the world is with you yeah i i really hope they are because if you're not already like i when i am feeling like down or i just need something that i can just like watch and just be like whatever else is going on i don't care i go on finney's and ferb a lot of the time like i have a few shows for that but finney's and ferb it's just feel good not problematic like you just even like the villain even the villain of the show like everyone loves dr doof so it's like Right, like and oh, think, Incorporated, baby. It's like the jingles, the songs, like the songs of Phineas and Ferb are honestly like fire. Yeah. So yeah. we're just gonna unpack a couple of theories. This first one is actually really sad. So I just 
firstly would just like to apologize for starting it off with this one, but it's just so it gets better from there. Um, some of them are actually, a lot of them are sad. Like, I, I think that's just kind of a theme with conspiracies is it kind of turns something that's light and makes it a little bit darker. And especially mm-hmm. with Disney, it's hard to not do that because there's a lot of like light and happiness and to like kind of show the dark sides to things is kind of what it does. So here we go. This first one is called Candace's Imagination or the Imagination Theory. What this says is that there's a strong chance that the adolescent girl coined these elaborate fantasies in a bid to cope with her little brother's tragic death. So yeah, this one says that Phineas is dead. Um, Sometimes it says that Ferb is made up. Other times it says that Ferb is actually just like um, mute and he doesn't talk and he doesn't like do a whole lot. Um, And he's also kind of affected by Phineas's death. But a lot of them actually kind of have this whole backstory that like Phineas was punched by a bully really hard and like that led to his death. I don't know how they got to that specific detail of how he died. That one just seems a bit far-fetched, but that's like the like theory. Um, By the way, just so I can credit this source, this is coming from fandom.com and they have like a lot of different like fan theories and this one's on specifically the Phineas and Ferb fan theory. So shout out to fandom. Um, and so this kind of says that like Candace couldn't deal with Phineas's death. So she built up this imaginary world where like her brother was still doing all of these great things. Um, and the reason that her mom never found out that like, or never caught them was because it never happened in the first place. So that one's kind of interesting, but the other part to that, which I think is like really cool is that, um, is that Dr. Doofenshmirtz is actually her psychologist. Okay, these are getting way out of hand. This is. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Next they're going to say that, like, uh, the Perry the Platypus is, like, like a school counselor or some shit. (laughs) I'm dead. Well, you know, (laughs) low-key. But, uh, you know what, that's just just one theory. And you know what, it's not the best one. But what do you think of that one? Um, Definitely deep. Yeah, that is deep. I, um, I've never thought about it in that light. So yeah. I'm going to go watch a few episodes and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to do like an independent study on Candace and you know, maybe I'll reach out to the psychology department, see if they've done a case study on it. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I could see it cuz Candace is a little wacky. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I also think she's wacky cuz she just Sometimes she just can't stand her damn brothers. So don't yeah, blame a girl. Fair. If stuff kept disappearing like it did, I'd be wacky too. I'd, yeah. I'd lose my mind. Yeah, honestly fair. So um, this yeah. This yeah. I and I think that one's a little bit far fetched and I'm kind I I'd really like it to not be true and I don't think it is. This next one for me, I have to say this hits different. I think this one is possible. Um so just bear with me. This one is Dr. Doofenshmirtz Phineas's dad. Oh, no. Hashtag daddy issues. So there is, you know, it's true that we don't know who Phineas's dad is or Candace's dad for that matter and their siblings. Um, But it was also revealed in an episode that I actually remember watching that Linda and Linda is Phineas and and Candace's mom and Heinz Doofenshmirtz (laughs) actually did date for like they had a pretty serious relationship. And like he actually, I think, like proposed to her or something like it was it was really serious. Um, so that was like a known fact that they were like together, like that was confirmed. 
But the other similarities that are seen in the show between Dr. Doofenshmirtz and Phineas are also pretty pretty interesting to look at and kind of help this theory along. So if you think about it, Phineas and um, Doofenshmirtz kind of have both have triangle heads and they're the only ones in the show that have these shaped heads um, mm. or head heads shaped that way. And they're also both kind of like brilliant inventors. Um, they just kind of use it in very different ways. So that's like, that's kind of the tea on that. And then Shoot. the other part is think about it. Is it possible that Perry's mission is solely to prevent the meeting of father and son? Because if they were to meet, these two geniuses could wreak havoc together because Phineas is still very moldable as, you know, he's the young kid and Dr. Doofenshmirtz could turn him to become evil if he wanted. That's so a mic drop right is, there. Is that Perry the, Potty, Perry the Potipus is literally the backbone of the Phineasian verb show. I mean, is he not? Yeah, no, he is. I would he argue is. that he is anyways. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I like that theory. That one's definitely less of a bummer. I'm willing to believe that one a little more. Okay. All right. Okay. Give Glad us another. So. Okay. <laughs> this one, I, you know, I'm honestly think this is, this is, this is the last one I have for you. And then I'm curious to see, cause I think this one's pretty, pretty, pretty up there. So this one, it says that Elsa and Anna are siblings mm. with Tarzan. Now, I think that this one, there's there's no argument here. It has actually been proven by the creators of Frozen who said on Reddit, because <laughs> as we know in the movie Frozen, um, Anna and Elsa's parents, they went on a ship into the middle of the ocean and the ship was struck by lightning or something happened there and the whole ship went down. Um, there's been a lot of connections saying that that ship was then in Little Mermaid and like all this other stuff. Um, and that on the way to, you know, the, the wedding between Flynn Rider and uh, Rapunzel, that that was like where they were headed to. So there's a lot of connections to this like trip. But I think the most interesting one might be that the parents actually got off of the ship and somehow got to the island that or, you know, whatever land it was that Tarzan was actually born onto. And it says on Reddit from the creators of Frozen that the parents shipwrecked on an island and have a child that ends up getting raised by gorillas, which is actually like Tarzan. So it was kind of confirmed after people said it, but it might just have been a joke, you know, so I'm not sure. I'm not Mm. sure about that. Yeah. That's 100% believable, I think. I'm I'm willing to buy that one. Yes, I am. Okay, I'm glad. Very similar. Have you guys heard of the, the Pixar theory? Oh, those yeah, those are actually really interesting. I think they have a book yeah. about that, right? Yeah, yeah, you could you could dedicate a whole episode to that. <laughs> but basically, the belief that all the Pixar movies take place in the same shared universe, kind um, of, yeah, and that so like the monsters are yeah. evolved from Monsters Inc. are evolved from from humans and all robots, you know, rose up and and then Wally happened and um, all that stuff. But yeah, and then the whole connection between like the first movie being brave and then the last movie being monsters inc and boo is the same woman as the one like the old decrepit woman in like who has all those wood figurines Mm -hmm. and she like went through a door and time traveled yeah super cool i think that one's pretty sick Mm -hmm. yeah see i i just love a conspiracy theory i I think these ones are definitely like a little bit lighter because it doesn't have to do with like our actual world but it's more just like made up things about made up stories mm. so I, I i always find them interesting yeah. well have you heard the ultimate disney conspiracy theory no oh my god is that like I'm, the freaking the guys buried under the goddamn castle or something sort oh. of so oh, yeah so some people say that 
Walt Disney's head is frozen. Yes. Um, and that uh, <laughs> the release of Disney's hit movie Frozen was a ploy to uh, so that now if you Google Disney Frozen, the movie will come up and not. That's that That's actually wow. wild. Very interesting. Because I actually did a like a. I did a book report on Walt Disney when I was in like sixth grade or something. And I mm. found that out that whole thing about like him being frozen and the cryogenic tube and like how he thinks that like he's going to be reborn like mm. crazy. Yeah. Absolutely wild. I don't know. Makes you think. Very it does make you think. <laughs> Grace. Well, um, Lisa, those conspiracy theories, those are absolute fire. Um, <laughs> And honestly, I feel like this this episode's been quite interesting. You know what, though, Annalise? You know what would make this episode so much better, though? Please tell us. I think if we, we should do a two-parter with B. Sween, a.k.a. Sween Dog Millionaire. I think so, too. And all you right. know what? It looks like this is already at about the time that we usually cut it. So mm-hmm. what we're going to do now is we're going to end this episode. And we're just going to upload two at the same time. So if you see part one on this, then you know that that's what happened. Um, wow. So we're really excited about this topic. We are. We love talking with Brendan. We have some more things that we want to go over. Um, and I think that it'll be a pretty significant second episode, too. So yeah. you know, stay tuned for that. It's going to happen in just you know a moment. So we'll see you in you know just a few seconds. Sweet. Thank you.